Are you listening? Welcome to No Shit Sherlock, where it doesn't take a genius to have a clue, regardless of who you're talking to. We talk about everything from relationships, pop culture, social media, and everything in between. I am the Old Testament Petty, one OTP. I am Lance 2.0, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, they remake it. I saw saw that shit. It looked boring, but but I I think Tom Hanks was going to kill the role. He already (laughs) looks like it. He looked like it, and he sounded good when I saw the previews. He really did. He (laughs) really, really did. I was like, Tom Hanks is rocking the sweater. I said, you might as well go ahead and give him the Oscar now. Like, for real, real, he's going to be Oscar nominated. He's probably going to win. He's most likely going to win it. You know, he's just, yeah. It's Tom Hanks. Right, mm-hmm. you know. Although yeah. when he was talking as Mr. Rogers, he did kind of sound like Forrest Gump, but that was just me. Oh, when he first like now, I'll say when he first said um, when he walked in and he was like, "Hello, everybody." Like, yeah, I, I was, was like, like, "Oh no, that ain't gonna no, work." No, 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 that ain't but gonna then because the, the previews kept was, going, I was like, "Okay," because all I heard was Forrest <laughs> Gump. That's all I heard. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into a little bit of foreplay, and as you all can tell, it's just Lance and I tonight. So you know, you get to hear our voices go back and forth. And if you don't like it, deal Fuck with yeah. it. <laughs> so time for a little bit of foreplay. So we're gonna name an artist, and what's your favorite song from that artist? And again, Lance, <laughs> pick somebody I freaking know. I picked somebody you know last week, right? But it, you know, it could always go left. <laughs> to start off with Usher. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ursha. Ursha, Ursha. Um, hmm. Let's see. Usher. It's probably going to be a throwback. Um, Good Kisser. Ooh, one of my Zumba songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good Kisser is really, really good. And mm-hmm. Um, another one off of his more recent album, I'm trying to think, damn it, what's the name of it? Um, is it Crash? Crash was on the recent Crash album. Crash and Tell Me? One of the two. Yeah, Crash yeah. was on the recent those album. Two, yeah, those is definitely, okay, we finna, we finna go down into the sheets and not come up for air for a little while. That's, that's, <laughs> that's just one of them, that's just one of them songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I have a tie, so sorry, because there goes my baby. I can see that. I fell so in love with that song when I first heard it. I can see that. Um, And Loving This Club Part 2 with Beyonce, because I think they just... <sighs> oh. I love that song. That is, I, I, I think they just both wrote that beat so well. Like, I don't know. I, that, that's like... <laughs> yeah. It was like their singing together was just... It really made me just believe. Okay, that's right, because they did Love in the Club, and then he did My Boo, too, right? Whose song was My Alicia Boo? Alicia Keys. That was Alicia Keys. That was and Alicia it had Keys. Beyonce and yeah. on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like, wait a minute. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, Let me think. Oh. Missy. Ooh. <laughs> Missy. 
Kelsey Elliott. I have to go with. Damn, she has so many. She really did. She but I'm gonna have to go with the Beat Me Now One One. <laughs> beat Me Now One Come One. Come on, super First duper all, fly. I think they did that amazing, but the way Mila, Mila, what's that? What seven oh two? Mila, Mila, Mila. Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah, the way she saw in that last, them ad libs on that last she verse. <laughs> oh, she, she, she was, oh, yeah. She really, really That did. was my song. She mm-hmm. really, really did. And <laughs> with Missy, it's so many because I'm like, okay, so I can either go off the uh, Super Duper Fly album or I can go off the Miss E album, So Addictive, or I can go off of the, the Real World, but there's too many to pick, so I can't just pick one. So since you did um, Beat Me Number One, I'ma do hit him with the he. Hit him with the he. Uh, Which one? The video version or the album version? The video version. Oh, okay. The video <laughs> version with Mocha. I love the album version with Lil Kim. I like the one with Lil Kim too, but Mocha. But I think really Lil Kim made though. that version though on the album. Her verse was hot. Her verse was hot, but mm-hmm. I like the video because mm-hmm. they changed it up. It yeah. wasn't exactly the same song. Yeah. Um. And then off the Miss E album, you know, you got for my people with Eve. And then you got um, uh, 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 old school joint. I don't remember that one. I like old school joint. I don't remember that one for some reason. And then she's a bitch. She's a. I was. That was what I was going. I was like, it was a toss up between she's a bitch and she's a bitch. Beat me nine one one. Yeah, she's a bitch. All in my grill. Yeah, all in my grill. That whole ooh, yeah. that whole album was just uh, hot boys. Sick and chickens. Nas did, Nas did hot boys at the Mary concert, and it was just everybody just went crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, crazy feelings. Wait, did Missy always do a song with Beyonce? Nothing out there Back for me because the that's what I was thinking. Nothing out there for me. Yeah, because that was off the first album. Yeah, and then she did um, Crazy Feelings. Those were the only two I think she did, but she did Signs on. Right. Dangerously in love. Right, 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 right. right. Mm-hmm. Who else you got? Okay. I have next Keisha Cole. <laughs> That's another <laughs> one. I got a few. I got a few. Um, I can honestly just say an album. Uh, just like you, the album. The, the whole album. <laughs> the whole freaking album. Just like you. Because you got Let It Go. Didn't I tell you? Falling out, give me more. I remember. Heaven sent. Should have let you go. Heaven sent. You know, was it worth it? Yeah. Last night. She kind of fell off after that. Let album. it go. I mean, it's just it's just so many hits off that album. Yeah. And see, it's because of at her first album, the way it is. Just that's like my you. favorite. And a little bit of different me is what set Keisha Cole to be the next Mary J. Blige. Right. I think if she would have kept going down that road instead of the third album, she was like, oh, no, I don't want to be hood anymore. I want to be the sexy, oh, no, you know. No, there's nothing sexy about you, man. She was like, I want to be dearly. the sexy, vixen-type singer. And I was like, girl, why don't you just stick to what you know? Yeah. <laughs> Love you dearly. There's absolutely nothing sexy about you. Right. I mean, I not, she's cute. Well, I mean, well, and I say sexy, but not like but you don't ooze sex appeal. That's what I mean. Not that. Yes, she's sexy. It's, but no, but it's just not, like Mary. You don't look at Mary as sexy. You look at her as the around the way girl. That because she is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's is. like the around the way girl. And that's you know, how you look at Keisha Cole. Unlike, unlike Rihanna. Rihanna can sell sex appeal. Right. Um. 
you know, uh, yeah, Beyonce could sell sex appeal, but some it's just it just ain't in them. It just ain't meant for you to be. It, it, that you know, that's not your lane. It, it's not. It's not. So what you got for um? Oh, you've changed. You changed. You've changed. That second verse. Yeah, oh, I always. I mean, she yeah. wrote that second verse like. She did. Woo! I remember me and Medulla was at Ocean Bar and they played that song and me and him was killing it. <laughs> killing it? Killing it killing at the it. table in front of everybody. Okay. <laughs> so y'all thought it was <laughs> karaoke. Karaoke. <laughs> Name a movie that should be made in the ca- should be remade in the cast. Oh. Mm. School days. I really want them to remake School Days. And I used to have, I've always wanted them to remake it, but I used to want, I, this was like my ideal back in the days, like mm-hmm. when I was younger, because I used to want Aaliyah. As Tyra Banks' character? No, 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 no I'm no, sorry. No, yeah, yeah, no. I'm sorry. School Days, not higher learning. My no, bad. yeah. Because I used to want Aaliyah. Um, oh, you're talking Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. Who, um, Tisha Campbell's character. I think I did want Aaliyah to play that. Oh, huh. I think I did want Aaliyah to play that. But this was like back early because I was like, Beyonce probably would be good because she could kill the dancing. <laughs> the but dance scene from she, Good and Bad Hair. But she can't act. Well, she could be behind the scenes, you know. So I was like, like um, Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy was really. <laughs> True. <laughs> she was, she was. Uh, True. Um, Teacher Campbell's she was what? A pretty girl. She yeah, was just pretty girl. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So mm-hmm. that's what she could have did, like something like that. But could have. Um, these days, probably. Um, damn, I just had it on my uh, the tip of my tongue. You probably could know because I don't know if she can act. Who? LMA. Uh, I don't know if she could act. Yeah. That's right, because everybody had to be light skinned to be in that sort. That's right. Well, not everybody, because there were a few dark skins in there. Divine. They just had long hair. Uh-uh, so that one, it was one, the one um, who played in Poetic Justice, mm-hmm. and she played, um, yeah, she played in Poetic Justice. She was the owner of the hair salon. She was one of them. She was. She was, yeah. She, she was, was one of them. She was. So you could have really some dark was. skin, but you need dark skin with, like, um, Naomi Campbell too damn old. Um <laughs> Oh my God! She is. She can't play that damn role. I mean, <laughs> she can't. But okay, so think younger. So okay, so who we got that's dark skin that would probably play? So, Gabrielle probably still could. Truth be told, Gabrielle Union would be the perfect choice of the lead dark skin girl because she has that esque about her. She's not. I guess you don't have. It don't have to worry about her being one dimensional for that role. I know that sounds really really horrible. I love Gabby Union, but you know, yeah. So I think she is, would be. Um, Lawrence Fishburne's character would probably have to be um, who's a new actor? I don't know a lot of these new actors' names because I was thinking about the um, Woody who played Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah he I could either play that. that or no, he could play Big Brother Almighty. Big Brother Almighty. Yeah, he could be Big Brother Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about some young, fresh faces who could be 
in that movie because everybody in that movie, it was a lot of people from a different world. It was a whole mm-hmm. lot of people from a different world in that movie. But mm-hmm. I guess, but you have to remember, everybody who was in a different world was the up and coming young black actors. Mm-hmm. Like, like what's her name? Everybody was uh, from Grownish. Uh, Yara Shahidi. <gasps> Chloe and they look so young though, but Chloe and Haley probably could do it. I mean, but they were, you know. I mean, I mean, could think about it. you. You can reimagine what college kids look like because back then, you know, college kids looked, looked older. Old. Yeah, people look younger, and I yeah. remember, you know, so that. Yeah, so I think all that, like Chloe and Haley, um, what's her name, Yara, Yara, Yara Shahidi. Yeah. I think she could do it, and um, yeah, um, really, you can get the whole cast from grownish all the black folks. <laughs> 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 Tra- Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, yeah, Tra- Trevor could definitely play, play Brick Brother Almighty. Yeah, he could play Brick Brother Almighty, or he could play, play Lawrence Fishburne because on Grownish he plays that type yeah, of Lawrence that type, Fishburne character. That type of role. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, yes. I was gonna say Dorian, but Dorian is probably too old to play that. Now Dorian, who? Different world. Yeah, he's definitely. You probably could get what's his name, Rotimi. Rotimi. Yeah, I think he From would be Powell. good in it. Yeah, I think true. he would be good in it. So yeah, I think I would love to see them do a new updated version of School Days. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Now you got me wondering. <laughs> what can I pick? A movie that can be remade today. Black or white, black or white. Oh, it could be a reboot for Waiting to Exhale. True. Waiting to Exhale reboot. So, you know, they were supposed to do a part two. Yes, I read so the I, book. So I think to redo it, um, so maybe redo it, but kind of do it as a um, as a reboot of it or something like that. Yeah. Where you kind of change some characters. So Savannah could be um your um savannah could be carrie hilson Mm -hmm. i think carrie hilson can do a good enough job to play whitney houston's character yeah um loretta divine's character could be raven godwin I don't know from um being mary jane denise oh yeah or amber riley Amber Amber Riley. Yep, either one of them. Be one of those. Mm -hmm. Um, Robin, which is Leela Rashawn's character, could be. um, Regina Hall. Yeah, yeah. It could be Regina Hall, or if not Regina Hall, it could be because I'm trying to make sure I keep them age age appropriate because they were what, the same, right? what I, they were like supposed to be women in their what thirties like late twenties early thirties yeah with the exception of Red Divine she was a little older yeah yeah she was a little older um but and I say that because I want to kind of use Taraji as that character because you know she was just real you know look. I feel my judge, you know, whatever, whatever. But I think, uh, or Lala, Lala could probably get away with it too. Lala could. Lala I could get thought, away with it too. I would want. I was. I don't know, but I was thinking like, um, what's her name from? She's got to have it. But she would play. I w- I don't know which role I would put her in though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I don't know. 
My heart, the hardest thing is picking the right person to play Bernadette, Bernie. That's the hardest one for me to pick. But the person that I could think of to play Bernie would be somebody who could pull off a shortcut and be, you know, and kind of like come into their own and play like, did you really try me? Um, mm. The lady from Family that, um, family reu- Medea's Family Reunion, Medea's the one who was getting um, abused. Which one was she? Blair Underwood's um, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, her, yeah. her, her. Because I think she can play young, even though she may not be that young. Because no, I she think she play. might be. She's probably good. Yeah, 50. <laughs> I don't think she's 50. She's been acting since a long time. She has. <laughs> since like the 90s since I was a kid. She has. <laughs> so I'm trying to think who else would be a good. Bernadette is just. Yeah, I think it's about who. Because, you know, she had young kids, so she really wasn't that. But she had to be able to play off the, you know, I was the. The wife, the secretary, you know, the Mary J. Blythe song. She had to, she had to be able to play that. Um, and I think do you not think Jennifer Hudson could do it. Well, Jennifer, she couldn't do the short. I don't know. If she could. Jennifer do Hudson could play the role. She could play the role. She could play the role. I just don't want her ass to sing. <laughs> well, she don't have to sing in the movie. You're right, but, 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 but listen, if we reboot it, they gonna want her to sing. But she gonna do the whole. But she gonna do the whole soundtrack. I don't want to get into that. But right she gonna now. do the whole soundtrack. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Um, <laughs> can't be Fanny because she can't talk. Um, That's so crazy that we just have like the black actresses. <gasps> you know who also could probably do Lila Rashawn's character? Who? Lauren London. Eh. You don't think Lauren could do it? Eh. She ain't no actress like that. She's good on that BET show. BET show. She's, I mean, but she's really good. TV acting. The way she whooped that girl ass. TV acting is very different. <laughs> TV acting is very different. It is. Um, I'm trying to think who's kind of like out there that could play. Oh, um, um, damn, what is her name? I can't think of her name. She played on Vampire Diaries. Cat Graham. Mm, I know. Yeah, I know who you're talking. Cat about. Graham could play that role. Cat mm. Graham could definitely play Bernadette's role. Because she had, she can make the face and act with her face, with right. her facial expression. You know that that gift that only like very few people have, like Lynn Whitfield, who could just act with her face, mm-hmm. facial expression. Yeah, she still scares me. That. Yeah, Cat Graham can do that. So yeah, and then you know we got to find somebody to play Troy. <laughs> Which one was Troy? Which one was Troy? That was it's like- locked, Troy. Oh, <laughs> Robin, would you stop playing this hottest shit out here? <laughs> Yeah, so that actually probably could be Woody. <laughs> yeah, now Woody could play Troy. Woody could definitely play Troy. Uh, Trevor Noah could definitely play Leon. Yeah, could definitely play Leon. And then who are we gonna get to play um, uh, uh, Herman? Is it Herman? We get what's his name from Power to pay somebody. Um, Ghost. Ghost will probably play uh, Michael Beach character. With Cat Graham, so he'll play her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He would you play. Know, he that all role. about leaving black women. Yeah, white women's. I think he would be good in that role. You know, though. He all about that in his roles. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And to have some uh, some nostalgia, we'll let uh, Loretta Devine. 
play uh, uh, Savannah's moms. mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Any yeah. woman, unless they lying to themselves. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that time. Words of wisdom. What do you have for words of wisdom? All right. My words of wisdom today, ladies, I don't care if your mama sold your pussy to an entire army. Oh you still gosh. respect her. Oh, my God. In the words of Tokyo Tony. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> well, if you did not see the Black China show when they got into that argument. Oh, my God. Tokyo Tony said. I don't care if your your mama sold your pussy to an entire army. You still respect her. Because <laughs> that's your mama. <laughs> yes. But my true words of wisdom does have to do with that. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, and my verse wisdoms are, it's okay to cut toxic parents off. You don't owe them anything, and you should not feel responsible for their sins or dysfunction. Take care of yourself first. True. That's true. And that, that actually came from Tokyo Tony, the way... She really, the way she really treated mm-hmm. um, Black China, it was just the way she talked to her. It was just like, you see why she wants to cut her mom off. Mm-hmm. Right. But the thing about it is, is that, and, and I guess it's difficult coming from someone like me who has a great relationship with their mom. Right. Um, and, you know, I have, I have, a, I have a, a pretty good relationship with my parents. Mm-hmm. But for someone who has a toxic relationship with them, you don't have to condone their behavior. You don't have to enable them, but I feel like you still need to respect them because mm-hmm. even if they're not the best parent, mm-hmm. they are the parent. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, giving them the respect that they did bring you into this world, now if it's nothing more than that, that's enough. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to curse them out. You don't have to, you know... Do this and this, and 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 embarrass them, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, like I don't like. I will say some of the stuff that Black China did do, like blowing smoke in her mom's face. Yeah, that's she's standing dis- up. That that's disrespectful. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Like you, you don't know. need to do that. But if you want to say, hey, you know what? Back up. This ain't cool. You know, I'll talk to you later and just leave. Mm-hmm. And if you just leave and don't come back for ten years, then damn it, that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, but just mm-hmm. to blatantly disrespect them is it, that's. But I think I just wouldn't do that. I think the reason I think I say that is though there are a lot of people who are in therapy because of things that their parents did to true. them. True, true, and that's why I you say know. it may be diff- different or difficult for me to truly mm-hmm. understand that. Yeah, because I know that even even if we deem that a parent is not a good parent just because all they do is provide, you know what I mean? They're not there to give advice. They're not there from a loving place. But all they mm-hmm. but what they do do is roof food, shelter. I mean, you know, shelter, food, clothing. Right. If they do nothing else but that, then you still owe them the respect. You owe them that respect. You know what I mean? If they got out there and hustled and sold this and sold that to put food on the table or whatever like that, give them that respect that they're entitled yeah. to. And I think that they do owe that, you do owe them that respect, but um, one of the things I, I always tell people and I think I even told my mom this one time, I'm not going to reward you for doing your job. That's just True. not what I'm going to do. I'm not reward you. I didn't ask to be in this world. Yeah. Yet, you know, you did a lot for me, but that was your job as a mother to do that. You know, and I think a lot of parents feel like 
oh, I did all this, I did all this, so you need to take care of me at the end of the day, or, you know, you need to just put up with all the bullshit that I'm going through and take it. You know, Tony Tokyo Tony telling um, Black China, she's like, you know, I will, um, what did she say, I will drag you or something in this bitch or something like that. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But, but the thing was, that hair flip that black china did, because she walking, she was walking away. She said, then drag me. <laughs> I was like, ratchet to the 10th power. Just ratchet, just ratchet for no reason. Yeah, but that's my words of wisdom. I mean, yeah, if it's something that's, I feel, doing you emotionally harm and mentally to where you just can't live day to day. Right. I don't think you I think you can still respect them, but you have to know if you have to cut them off just for yourself. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. Um so my <laughs> words of wisdom is don't go looking for a good person until you until you yourself have become a good person. You must meet the requirements of your requirements. Oh, that's so true. And I say that because so Jesus. often people are like, "Oh, well, you know, I want this, I want this, I want this." Or I'm this type of person, but you're really not that person. Because when you look in the mirror, the, th- the, the person that you don't like sometimes is the person that you look at in the mirror. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? You're like, you don't, oh, I don't want nobody with a whole bunch of drama, but your drama. Right. You bring drama. Mm-hmm. Or you're, that's your baggage, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want nobody who this. I don't want nobody who that. I want peop- I want somebody who living their best life and they doing this and this and this and ain't going back and forth with no church folk. But you're not even that. So at least mm-hmm. meet your own requirements when you're going to seek a good person because what will happen is that you may find a good person, but you ain't ready to receive them. <laughs> but to that, yeah, and I, because I agree, because uh, in this dating thing, listen, I'm just like, listen, why would you expect me to date you? And you and wouldn't even date you. You probably wouldn't even date you. Right. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even date you. It's like, and I'm sitting here trying to wonder. Why am I sitting here? Oh, free meal. Got it. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, but at the same time, I, I feel like sometimes we tend to date people who are complete opposite of us. <laughs> well, nobody. And, 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 see, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's a difference in dating someone who meet the requirements or the qualifications mm-hmm. that you meet versus mm-hmm. dating you as in the same person. Right. Like me, I'm sensitive. I can't date another sensitive yeah, person. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. I can't do it. There's only can be one sensitive motherfucker in this relationship. Right. Only one. <laughs> only one. And both of us can't be bossy. Both of us can't right. be headstrong. Both of us cannot be at the same level of stubborn. Right. You know, like, you know, everybody has their ways and their tics and um things that, you know, their quirks and everything, because nobody's perfect. But we can't be the identical same person. Right. We, we just can't because mm-hmm. it's not going to work. This is really not going to work. Mm-hmm. But bringing the same thing to the table um, yeah, foundationally, yeah, that, yeah, foundationally. Yeah, foundationally is, is, is what I'm talking about. If, I'm, if you ask me what I'm doing and I'm telling you, oh, I'm working, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and you and I ask you what you're doing and you say, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> you say, oh, I'm just at home on the couch watching porn. Oh. Must be nice. Are you getting paid to do that? At one o'clock in the afternoon? Maybe. Maybe I maybe work at night. I don't know. But you know. Maybe maybe. Maybe they home on lunch. Watch. Oh. Hey, but be. oh, so and they say, Oh, you wanna hang out? I'm at work. Which part don't you understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So what's popping in these streets? Oh, the Emmy nominations came out on last week, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I want to say last week, yeah. <laughs> and uh, some of the surprise nominations, Pose got seven nominations. Yep, they got Outstanding Drama Series. Uh, outstanding Drama Series. Um, they didn't get any lead nominations for like acting or best supporting actress or anything like that. Mm. Um, but I mean, that's still a big accomplishment yeah. for them. And I'm pretty sure as the years go by, they'll continue to um, get nominations. Um, also, Beyonce's Homecoming received six nominations. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop yes, whoop. she is nominated for Outstanding Variety Special, Outstanding Writing for a Variety Special, Outstanding Production Design, Outstanding Directing, and Outstanding Costumes. Come on, beauty. <laughs> so I think she has a good chance to win. Actually, all of them. <laughs> well, no. Well, variety series, because it's variety series. So, yeah, she probably has a good chance at winning mm-hmm. those. I was going to say, like, Game of Thrones, but that's going to probably be in as far as costumes. So, yeah, that's probably as far as costumes are concerned, that Game of Thrones is going to make really do their thing. Right. Um, um, but... Uh, Mahershala Ali. Yes, True Detective. True Detective. Best Actor in a Limited Series. Mm-hmm. Um, when They See Us mm-hmm. is nominated for Limited Series, which I think, hands down, they will probably win. Uh-huh. I never heard this other bullshit on him. Not other bullshit. Shark. Oh, Faust and Verdon. Um, Bob Faust. I don't know her. I don't know who that is. The only reason I know who Bob Foss is is because Beyonce Single Ladies was taking the video See? was taken from <laughs> from that dance routine. Remember, she always say I was watching the Bob Foss on YouTube See? with three ladies dancing. Oh that's yeah, how, yeah, that was Bob okay. Foss uh, show. I had no idea. <laughs> I know they made a movie idea. about him, but I mean, uh, yeah, they made like a series about him. But yeah, um, I think it's gonna be uh, like I said, Sterling K. Brown. This is us, of course. This is us, Billy Porter. Pose did get nominated. So, right. Um, congratulations to him, lead right. actor in a drama series. Right. So um, we said Viola Davis, of course, and like I said, Christina Applegate. Don't tell mom the baby's here just did. I love her. Dead that really could have been remade. It that really, really could have been remade. Really could have been remade. Oh, speaking of Pose, so I'm surprised that Blanca didn't get nominated. I am. For um, Outstanding Actress in a uh, Drama. However, do you? I just saw that they're gonna redo. Um, since we're talking about remakes, uh, Little Shop of Horror. Ooh, and uh, she's gonna be on it. Really? She's yeah. That would be awesome. Yep. I love, MJ I love that movie is going too. to be on Little Shop of Horror. I love Phoebe Seymour. I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. Ooh, I'm sorry, but yes, congratulations to all the nominees on their Emmys. Um, also was popping the VMA nominations came out today. Yeah. And Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift dominate with 10 nominations. Mm -hmm. Um, Lil Nas X received eight. So he received the second most. He received eight nominations for that one damn song that has like 15 different remixes. And it's been to break another record. It's been number one. He tied the record this week. 16 weeks. The song has been number one in the country for 16 weeks. It tied Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day with Boys to Men, which has held that record 
which is probably one of my absolute favorite Mariah Carey songs. And I hated that fucking song. Oh, gosh, I hated that song. <laughs> and, um, Shame on you. Also, um, Despacito is also at 16 weeks. I don't even know who the fuck that is. That came out last year with Justin Bieber. That Spanish, that's a Latin song. Eh. <laughs> but if he stays number one next week, he I know, will. I don't know uh, Taco <laughs> Salome either. You know what? <laughs> But yeah, if he stays number one next week, he will have 17 weeks, and that will be the record. And I don't think nobody's going to break that for another 30, 40 years. Wow. I think what's so surprising is... And I still ain't heard the damn song. How about that? I think what's so surprising to me, though, is there were so many songs in the past 25 years. Like, <laughs> so amazing songs. many songs. Amazing songs. <laughs> right. And it's a country song. Yeah. But congratulations to him. But um also, okay, y'all, BTS fans. I don't know who the fuck they are. Them Asian the Korean. Oh, boys. with the pink hair. Yeah. That's so how no, that's they, all they, they are they are pissed. Why? They have a hashtag going on on Twitter, VMAs is racist. Because Excuse? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> The fans. Well, you know it what? Trend, it was trending number one all day. Well, you know what? It makes sense <laughs> because they like, well, you know, we're a minority. They are. Mm-hmm. And so MTV created a new category this year, best K-pop video. That sounds like You know, K-pop is that pastry. Korean stuff. So that all those like Korean groups. Yeah. <laughs> so the BTS fans are like, well, how come they're only nominated in best K-pop and they're not nominated for anything else? Well, And they're the biggest group in the world. Well, I'm trying to understand why mm. did K-pop have to be created because it's all just pop. So because it's Korean pop? Yeah, it's Korean pop, K-pop. What's the difference? Cause I ain't going to say what the difference is. Because <laughs> uh, Asians can blow. They can sing. Uh, and some of them can sing with soul, and it's like well, they, they dance their ass mi- off too. And they, huh? They dance their ass off. And they too. dance their ass off too. And it's like mm-hmm. they almost mimic what they hear. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good at that. Because even for example, like I was watching Sunday Best. Mm-hmm. I'm getting caught up on it, and I had an Asian girl on there, and she could sing. But it's obvious she mimics what she can hear, mm-hmm. and she can deliver it. So she can sing the gospel song. Oh yeah, I heard with her. The soul, yeah, uh-huh. but. It ain't no soul. Right. It it just doesn't connect. But she can mimic what she hears. Mm-hmm. So okay, so that's how y'all sing the song. So I'ma sing the song the just, same way. Right. You know, and but Kelly awesome. Price was like, Yeah, sis, this ain't this ain't for you. This ain't what this ain't what you want. You're doing it because you can, not because you want to. Mm-hmm. Technically, that's kind of what she said. I'm not saying it verbatim, but that's basically what she said. That's kind of discrimination. It's not discrimination. <laughs> I mean, she made the TV, which if means she, she was good. If she sounds good, though. She made the TV, which means she beat out a whole bunch of other people to make it that far. Yeah, but that's she made the TV for ratings. All inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> like All inclusive. But yeah, that K-pop movement, let me tell you, because... I was in New York the weekend of that BTS concert at MetLife Stadium, whatever the hell they was at. And I tell you, I walked through Times Square. I don't know. I, it was I, like a million Asians, girl, girls around me. I thought I was to get karate chopped. Now that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. That's racist because if they're Korean, yeah, that's real saying, racist. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Because karate y'all. is Japanese, I'm right? I'm so sorry. Right. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, you about as bad as your 45. brother when we. 
I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm not addressing Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I really hold up. I, let me tell you. I found out who Voldemort was <laughs> this weekend because I'm looking for a costume for a costume party, and I was like, well, I wanted to be a villain, and so I was like, what's the top ten villains? And it came up Voldemort. <laughs> I was like, oh. You just got. That's why I call him that. Oh my god, I can't. I never knew who he was. I, I was like, Harry, who the hell is Harry Potter. Potter. Right. Like, that's right. <laughs> I, I just, I just can't. So the Lion King. <laughs> so Rotten Tomato scores have not been the best, but a lot of people are very, very pleased. pleased. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people who are not pleased. Mm-hmm. I personally do not plan to go and see it in the movie theater because I don't feel like it's worth me going to see in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. However, it did have the highest Disney live action release out of all Disney movies in ever. Yeah, it made uh, 150 or 80 million. 185 million. 85 million. Yeah. 185 million. Release weekend. Yep. So... Biggest opening in July for July. Yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. Biggest opening Um, for July. And globally, it made... Five hundred and ninety million. So it's already. So it's almost happened. at a billion. It's, it's already. It's, it'll probably be at a billion end. by next week. Yeah. Yeah. They're saying it probably be at a billion. So Lion mm-hmm. King is going to get inducted into the billion dollar club mm-hmm. in less than a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, in two weeks. That is definitely huge. That is huge. That is huge. And you know. Um, I've heard mixed reviews, so I've heard that it's good. I've heard that basically it's the animated version. Right. I heard people say they pay live action looking animals. They didn't change not one thing, so there was no adaptation to it right. for today. It's the exact same overlay. Yeah, somebody was like, um, I can't believe we paid to see the same movie we saw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. And um, Beyonce was is being used as a selling point to people. And they would say, oh, you know, she has a new song, but apparently it's only a snippet of it in the movie. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, they said it's, it's not. barely even noticeable. But in good old Beyonce fashion, she gave us a lovely uh, vid- video and visual for two, two. of the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for um, Spirit, Spirit and, and Better. Bigger. Bigger. <laughs> yeah, bigger. bigger. <laughs> but my track on the gift is Move Forever. That's my track. That's my track. Oh, um, <laughs> well, her and B, uh, well, her yeah, Jay-Z. and Jay Z and Childish Gambino, which I really hate his voice. I don't. I don't even. It doesn't he even on the sound, song. I guess I don't pay attention to him right. on the song. You shouldn't. It doesn't sound right with him. It. it they just yeah. their voices just don't mesh. Because I'm like, even can you feel the love? I'm like, Beyonce is literally singing circles around him mm-hmm. without even trying. I just want to thank you, Beyonce, because you gave me basically a whole Zumba album. Did. <laughs> all, 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 all the African drums. And, yeah. I said this is basically a whole Zumba album. I was creating routines to every song <laughs> on that album. I was like, yeah, this is definitely. And in good old internet, not internet, but internet fashion, Cats dropped their trailer. <laughs> And they immediately compared. It was like Dreamgirls all over again. They were like, it, look, it star they were studded. Like, Beyonce wanted to be a cat, not J Hood the cat. But who's the better cat? Side note: um, I am not. A, I love J Hood. I love J Hood as an actress. I even like some of her music and some and some of the things that she sings. I'm not a big fan of it because all she do is holler. 
I am not a big fan of her singing the the song of the movie, Memory. Mm. It sounds like she's a cat screaming. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of it. Do I think she can deliver as an actor in the role? Yes, I did not want her singing it. Now, if I had my pick, I would switch Jay Hood in that role with Heather Headley. Yeah. Heather Headley yeah. would be able to deliver the acting as well as singing the song, that huge ballad. And if you want proof that she can sing it, go on YouTube and type in Heather Headley and the song Memory from Cats and watch her rendition of it and just watch why yeah. I say she should have been in that role. Yeah. Taylor Swift, we're going to see if Taylor Swift can act and sing and dance and everything. Uh, Jason Derulo, we'll see what he can do. Um, I'm just really interested to see how this translates because it, it's almost like I can't really take it serious. The I, way that I they actually look. could because I could never, I was I mean, I've never been interested in the play Cats. Mm-hmm. But looking at the movie, I was just like, first of all, I don't know the young lady who's playing the lead character, but she looks like she plays an awesome, she does an awesome job in it. Uh, she's a she's hell a of a dancer. Yeah, and so I'm looking at her, and I'm just like, I really want to see this movie. And I've never been interested in Cats, the play. Yeah, I've I mean, never been interested. Idris is in it, too, now that yeah, I think Yeah, Idris Elba is in it. Yeah, so. So I think it's going to I think it's gonna do well for a November release. Yeah. Yeah, is it November or December? It's one of the two. It's one of the two. But I know um, Harriet Tubman. Harriet. Comes out November 1st. And that's with Cynthia Erivo. Erivo, yes. And. Oh that's a, that, that's a sang that's a singing lady. Battle of uh, what's the movie? Bad times at the El Royale. Yeah. Ooh, she sung that, and so she sung she, in that movie. She's a singing fool because you know that, that, that's, that, that was she's played Celie, she's played Dolores and Cartier because mm-hmm. she plays just that. See, and good actress because she played the role in that movie too. She's yeah, just she, good she, she, she can all sing and she can act, but she can sing her face off. Yeah, she sung in that movie, and I was just like, I don't know who the hell this lady is. I, that was my first time yeah. seeing her, but she was awesome. And talking about blacks on the big screen, mm-hmm. Mahershala Ali was announced to be the new star of Blade. Yeah, and people are. I can see. I don't it. know what people are ex- expect expecting. I think I saw like on Twitter and everything. There was a lot of controversy around it. I didn't. I didn't really get too in deep into and, it. And but I don't just... get it because here's the thing. I think Mahershala has proven that he has the acting ability, and he's already kind of been in action movies or um like um comic book, cartoon, anime type movies. Mm-hmm. So he's already done it because he did it in um, Alita, Battle Angel. I saw right. that. Um, so I think he has the ability to do it. And I think he can pull the look off. Uh, I think what Because the- it really takes somebody to take... Because Wesley Snipes is Blade, period, point blank. And I think that's what the issue is because a lot of people were saying that they still feel that Wesley should have played the role. They said they feel like he still has the look for it. He does, but but I I also but think, I don't that, think that he's a box office draw at this point. And he when was he the last be? time he was a box office draw? Well, you know he hasn't really done anything since he's been out. Mm-hmm. Well, that we've seen that I can remember. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I can't remember what the last movie. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's done any movies. Yeah, I think after that tax thing, you know, he kinda Ooh, I could have I could have said we could remake um Passenger fifty seven. That was a good movie for me. I don't remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think he um um Mahershala. I said it right. You again. said it yeah. right. Mahershala Ali, Ooh. I think he would do an excellent job in Blade. Um I didn't know see this shows y'all how much I know because I did not know that was a Marvel movie. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie. Uh, and speaking of Marvel, Marvel um had their um at Comic Con they launched their fourth phase of movies. Mm-hmm. Um and they're gonna go in the direction of representation. Oh yeah, I saw with that. females. Mm-hmm. And it's um a lot of diversity as far as LGBT as well. Yeah. Yeah, because breed. Brie Larson kind of hinted around it, but Tessa Thompson, which also played, she plays Valkyrie in Thor, so she's going to be, mm-hmm. um, and she's also, she was also in the new Men in Black. Oh, okay, yeah. The, with, uh, with Chris yeah. Hemsworth, who also played Thor. I think Thor. she'll be excellent. I haven't seen the new Men in yeah, Black. Yeah, so um, it didn't do well. Oh, <laughs> it well, did not it, do well, well. From what I've heard, no movies have been doing well this summer. Right. So. <laughs> it, it, it Except for the Lion King. Yeah, it didn't do well, but... um. <laughs> You know, she came out and said that she's going to be the next king of Asgard. I mean, queen of Asgard. And she said the new Asgard deserves a, a, a queen. So Excellent. that was her way of announcing that they're going to they're going to um make 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 that character LGBT. And um, awesome. there are also talks of adding um Additional because you know you already got Black Widow who's getting her movie, so it's going to be a lot of female representation, mm-hmm. and they kind of bring in um I can't think of the Rambo le- girl's first name, but she's also going to be in because she could potentially take over as the new Iron Man or whatever, whatever. So just a lot of um you know female representation or whatever. That's what they're saying that this leg is for, and I think if mm-hmm. anybody can do it, Marvel can do it because people are going to go and see Marvel movies. Period. Right. Period. Rather it's good, they're gonna see it regardless. They're gonna go see it anyway. So, um, the fact that he has the ability to push that, you know, it says a lot. It really says a lot. Go ahead on. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I think uh, Moonlight got voted the best movie of the decade. Really? I don't see it. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because the shit put me to sleep. But (laughs) I, I, I enjoyed the message. I understood the angle and the education around it. Best movie of the decade. But at the same time, you got to put it up against what came out this decade. You know, and I just realized, because, you know, I guess because it's just so crazy that this is the last year of the de- <laughs> of this decade. We are for the enter a new decade in Lord. 2020. <laughs> I just thought, I just get right before that. you get left. <laughs> okay. And the way this heat is set up, yeah, we in our last days. Antarctica was 84 degrees. Antarctica. We. Our last days. They said the freezing ice was cracking. I was like, Grandma always <laughs> said, it. she said, we living in our last days. Yeah. Mm. When not having ties to a situation allow you to see things clearly, that's not distorted. We call that love versus logic. So, what about your friend? Uh, uh, uh. So, what is an immature friend? Oh. 
What is you and all these sound effects? I can't take it. Amateur <laughs> uh, friend. Uh, one who doesn't allow you to have other friends. <laughs> that's, that's their 12-year-old backyard playground-ish behavior, right? Yes. You know. Hmm. Is that it? Um, one who expects you to be accessible at all times. You know, especially if you grew up with them because, um, you know, when you're, if you know, you grew up with somebody, you know, especially when you're younger, y'all have a lot more time. You know, y'all probably ran the streets together every fucking day, you know, Monday through Sunday, you know, in the, the club. Up. But now, you know, some people get married, some people... Um, have kids. Um, some people have businesses, and they just don't have the time to devote to every single day anymore. Or there's situation changes, and I think an uh, immature friend is someone who doesn't respect that. You know, they don't respect that a friend is growing for the better, and they want that friend to stay the same. Yeah, and I think you know what that's a very good point i think immature friend a uh, immature friend definition is someone who is who doesn't evolve mm-hmm. like you know if we've been friends since we were 16 and you still have the same mindset of a 16 year old and what friendship is that's a problem yeah that is really really a problem um i feel like an immature friend is somebody who doesn't accept or understand when other people evolve or grow mm-hmm. and feel like um, you, you know, sell out for yeah, you 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 a sell out because you don't do this and do that anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, an immature friend is somebody who don't look at situations um, more than uh, through more than one perspective. Yeah, you know, being able to see, okay, well, this is the way I process it. Okay, but let me see, is there another way that someone else could have taken that? Okay, okay, I get, I understand why you felt the way that you felt. So mm-hmm. I think being an immature an immature friend is a mixture of a few things. It's not just one particular thing. A big thing is not being able to acknowledge when you're wrong. Yeah. Not being you able know, to acknowledge, acknowledge when, when you're, you're wrong. wrong. You know, or not even knowing how to um, handle disagreements Absolutely. with your friend. They don't know how to handle a disagreement. You know, I think an immature friend is one who, once they get mad at you, they go back and talk about you. Right. That's very immature because it's like how, how we're we? adults. Can yeah. we not have a conversation and sit down and work this out? Right. And if and <laughs> if we're supposed to be friends, as your friend, you should feel comfortable enough to come and talk to me about anything. Right. And knowing and and us being friends, you should know how to engage in conversation with me. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows that some friends, like you said, are more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Some friends is like, bitch, just say it. Some friends are like, okay, so let's kind of, you know, you, you, it may take some some extra effort to get them to get it or understand. Right. But if it's that important to you as a friend or the friendship is that important, you should be able to talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever been in a situation where you had a friend who was immature and didn't know it? Didn't know it. I have. I can't say I. Yeah. Yeah. I've 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 had a friend that I felt was immature, but they were oblivious to it. Mm -hmm. And it and 
the reason why I feel like I know they were immature is because they exude or exhibited some of the behaviors I, I identified, you know, not being able to admit that you're wrong, not being able to see multiple sides of a situation, um, feeling like a person is a sellout or, oh, they grand or they're bougie because mm -hmm. they're not the same way they were when you guys met five, six, 10, 12, 15 years ago. Right. You know, mm -hmm. the fact that they're not the exact same person or they don't partake in the same acts or behaviors that you all used to, um, you know, like, oh, you know, they think they this, they think that. And I'm just like, that's real immature of you. Now, I can't say I've had it, but I've, I have friends who weren't immature. They were immature, but it wasn't towards me. It might right. have been towards somebody else. Right, and it's not necessarily... And like, they'll come to you like, yeah. you know, um, they may have did something wrong, and they call and say like, well... I don't know why someone's so mad at me and all this stuff here. All I did was da 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 da, and you're like, and you still don't get it <laughs> because you don't see a problem with that, right? Because <laughs> had you did to me, you know, you might not have got the same response that you got mm -hmm. with that person, right? You know, and uh, I think emotional intelligence is another thing that mm -hmm. kind of could fall into an immature situation, right? You know, not being able to separate your feelings from what's what what is, you mm -hmm. know. Everything is not about you. Right. Thinking everything is about you is very immature. Like, how old are we? Nine, 10, 12? Right. Like, oh, that's very immature. You know, like, oh, my gosh. Because I have a conversation with someone else, and I don't have it with you. Okay, so that's a problem. But it might not have mm -hmm. been something that involved you or something that I need that you needed to know because it could have been about something else. Right. Or thinking that every time I bring up something that I'm talking about you. Mm -hmm. No. You know, so I think that's... That's just very so I've I've had a friend that's like that and what did I do? So try to have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. And of course you don't tell them, you know, you're immature as fuck. You know, you just don't say that. No, you don't <laughs> say that, no. You know what I mean? You don't say that, but I mean you, just you, you talk to them reasonably. You know, just try to talk to them like, you know, well, do you think that was really the best way? Or, you know, mm -hmm. maybe you should look at doing some some things differently. You know, just talk from well, I would even say, you know, think about if this person would have done this to you. Right. Put yourself in this person's shoes. Think right. about if they would have done the same thing to you. Mm -hmm. Now, you know how some people just don't have no fucking morals. <laughs> just, right. But y'all wouldn't have got mad. Right, because morals <laughs> and ethics are two completely different things. You know, some people just don't have morals. Some people, Truth be told, there are some people who don't see nothing wrong with sleeping with a friend's ex. Don't. Don't at all. Or dating a friend's ex. They don't see anything wrong with it. Don't. You know, so they can't understand if somebody get mad at them, and it's just like, okay, okay, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Obviously, you was raised differently. Raised <laughs> very different, like by wolves. <laughs> um, you know, right here. So, um, how long do you think you should? Um, how much time or energy do you feel like you should invest in helping someone? grow or um, become a better person if they're immature. I don't think brand. there's, I don't even think there's a time limit on it. I think you see when, because you, this is my thing here. I think that once you get to that point to where you and this friend aren't seeing eye to eye on certain stuff, I think the separation is the starts to drift they'll gradually begin to pull away. Right. It's like you gradually over time just pull away because, you know, it may be a time where 
this friend just keeps calling you about the same bullshit over and over again. Mm-hmm. And you just stop answering your phone. Then you're acting funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, you I just... heard from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I had, I remember, I remember like, I, I remember I had this thing with my best friend one time where we got to it and um, we had just stopped really hanging for a minute and I actually called them and I said, what was the issue? But, you know, it mm-hmm. was just like, and I even said, I said, I understand that people grow apart. You know, we, you just grow apart. Right. You know, that's what it is. You know, I can ha- I can accept that. But mm-hmm. if there's no really explanation, you know, it's, I'm going to call and find out why. But usually if people grow up, people just grow apart. And I think that some people just don't understand that you just grow apart and you try all, I, you try to help them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But once you get to that point to where time, money, just life in general just happens, mm-hmm. uh, eventually it's just going to, you just gradually just don't go your separate ways. It's not, and that don't mean you don't have love for them. It just means that you just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think there is a certain time limit. <laughs> and, and, and when I say, well, not time, but there's a limit to how much I feel I'm willing to invest in a friendship or even a relationship of any kind that I feel like is not willing to evolve or grow. Mm-hmm. Um, because at some point, it's going to be draining of me to be able to constantly entertain or engage that relationship or friendship. Right. Um because my thing is, I don't judge my friends. You know, I have friends from all walks of life, at all levels in life. And I don't judge them for it. But if you know, I can't want for you more than you want for yourself. You know, we kind of talked about that, about um, high expectations for friends versus standards mm-hmm. or whatever. So, you know, we kind of talked about that before. And I feel like once I feel that you're just stuck and you're going to continuously be that type of person mm-hmm. being, like I say, deemed as immature to me, then you're gradually, you know, I'm not going to push you anymore or or whatever. You know, I'll always be a, a, an ear mm-hmm. to listen. But as far as me um, pushing you or, or whatever, it's, it's, it's going to dwindle. Right. And I think, you'll begin to, you know, separate yourself because you feel like we're going in two different directions or I just don't understand you. Right. Or, you know, oh, well, I'm always the bad guy because I don't agree with how you handle situations. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there's a there's a limit to how much I'm willing to invest in that. Right. Um, You know, and I think eventually that person will begin to pull away or dismiss themselves because then they'll feel like we have nothing in common or I'm deemed as bougie, or I'm I'm acting funny, or you know whatever. So I think that will generally happen because of the immature, the immatureness of them, immaturity of them not being able to have a conversation to understand. Okay, hey, I kind of feel like we're drifting apart. Why mm-hmm. is that? And you know when you find like one of the things you find out like even when your high school friend, I think a perfect example is when your high school friends like, and y'all graduate, one of you goes to college, the other person doesn't. Right. You know, you're attending these college parties. You're having these conversations. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm calling you about my professor. And they're just like. Yeah, I'm going to work. 
<laughs> and I think that I think a lot of times, you know, people grow go, grow apart for prime, those reasons. Prime example, prime mm-hmm. example. So I'm gonna. So mm-hmm. I have a situation like years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. So I moved out of my mom's house when I was 18. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I knew that if Petty wanted to do what Petty wanted to do, Petty had to get out there and get his own job, get his own roof because mm-hmm. under Mama Petty wasn't going down like that. Not right. In the city. Um, so I did what I had to do. So of course I linked up and had friends with people who were my age. Some of them still lived home. Some of them did not have cars Mm -hmm. and it became a point where we weren't experiencing the same life Life. situations. You know, you get mad at your mom because she say you can't go nowhere till you clean the kitchen or you, you can borrow the car, but you got to be home by a certain time. So you calling me getting mad because she like, Oh, she get on my fucking nerves and this and this and this and this and this. I mean, damn, ain't like she going nowhere. Why I got to have the car back by 10 o'clock? And I'm like, because that's her car. (laughs) I mean, because that's her car. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, why don't you, you know, try and get your own car? Well, I mean, I can't afford it right now, but that's not the point. The point is, it's just going to be sitting there. So why I can't use it? Again, we're having, we don't experience the same thing. Right. I have my own place, my own car. My own job, you know, my you know, a full time job, right? And we're like twenty one, twenty two, and you still at home with your mama, and the stuff that you're faced with in life or that you're griping about, we just can't just, relate, right? So eventually, we did begin to drift apart because mm-hmm. we just couldn't relate, right, on, on that level, and you weren't trying to grow, you know what I mean? So right. You did get a car, but then you was like, oh, I'm gonna stay home because I can save so much money. But as long as you're in her house, you don't have to do what she tell you to do. Exactly. Because it costs to be the boss. So right. It, it's just that whole mindset we begin to drift because we just couldn't relate on life situations and life circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it just it's inevitable that it happens sometimes. And I do, and I do want to just, you know, add a little note because it's not impossible for maybe years later for you to rekindle, um, rekindle that. Oh, friendship. yeah, it's not. It's not impossible to do it. You know, you it's might, not. you know, you say. Hey, and both of you may come to like, hey, I was so immature, fucking immature back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to be able to admit that shows the maturity. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, and the fun thing is, like you said, so years later, we did cross paths again, and they are doing a lot better. Right. You know, they're on their own. They're independent. They've mm-hmm. done some things. They've went to school. They've done, you know, mm-hmm. and improved in life. So that, and it's cool. And it was good to see that, okay, they finally got it. But... I just couldn't be the one to also, to always just be like, you want to do something? No, I can't do it. Why don't you come get me? I'm not going to drive across town to come and get you, to, to, to go here, to go back, to drop you back off, to come home. No. Or, oh, let's go do this. And this. I got to work in the morning. You know, I don't party Monday through Thursday. <laughs> Even back then, <laughs> when I was young, I ain't party Monday through Thursday. Me, honey, I was part of Monday through Sunday, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, uh-uh. every night. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have got up. So yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. And I think a lot. One of the biggest things I think immature friends are is unrealistic. They have unrealistic expectations. They and, do. And sometimes I think it's a little bit of entitlement. I think it's a little bit of entitlement. It is. I think it's a little bit of entitlement. They they feel that the world or people owe them something, and that's unrealistic. This is, and you know, when it, I think it comes to unrealistic is when you're not in a relationship versus somebody who 
is in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying, you know, oh, I can't go out tonight, my significant other, you know, you know, I went out last night or whatever, or I went out last weekend, and, you know, they want me to spend time with them. They're like, mm-hmm. well, fuck that nigga, whatever, you know, come out. Look, because they want you to be with them, like them. Look, misery loves company. <laughs> Absolutely, misery loves company. Look. And I mean, and as a friend, you would think that your friend would not encourage you to do something that would be detrimental to your relationship. Now, it happens. Don't get me wrong. Of course. It happens. But you would like to think that they wouldn't do anything or do anything to add stress to your or tension right. to your relationship or whatever your situation may be. As it could be a situationship, mm-hmm. a friendship, a, 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 a cut buddy ship, mm-hmm. you know, a, a Netflix and chill ship. You know, it could be anything, you right. know, um, a gold diggerish ship. <laughs> No, and I mean, and I mean, we ain't talking about like you know if your 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 you know your man got you chained up in the house and something like that. Then I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> but you, hey, if you into that, if you into that, you know it's cool. You know what I mean? Fifty Shades of Grey. We understand some of y'all may be into that. Yeah, but I think you know it's like that's you know you have to one of those unrealistic expectations is that life people don't understand that life changes, life happens. You know, um, having a baby. Getting married, yeah. Death of a loved one is life. Some sometimes things happen that change you, right? As a person and your friends who may not have experienced anything, mm-hmm. they have this unrealistic expectation for you to just move on, yeah, and go on like every day is the same. And it's not, you it's know, not life is forever changed. And it's so funny that you mm-hmm. bring that up because, like. This past weekend, um, we went out of town to mm-hmm. turn up for one of our friends' birthday. Me and Medulla met up in um, out of town or whatever. And it was just very different because, you know, we knew you weren't going to be there. So, you know, Lance wasn't there. But mm-hmm. it was just very different because Aloysius would be there. Right. And he wasn't. And it was kind of like, ooh. And, it's, and it just kind of creeps in. It does, because that's what when I first went when I first went back, you know, back in November, it 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 was just just like it's like it's just really really different, and you know, we didn't get too sad, but it it's it's like a chill just kind of came up like yeah, wow, he really not here, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then we kind of bounce, you know, bounce back whatever, but you know, like you said, certain things it just change you, and you can't control how long it affects you. And that's what, yeah, and that's what people, so like I said, some people have those unrealistic expectations, you know, that as a friend, you know, and you might be one of those friends who just able to move on from shit. No. Real quick, but you can't you know, ooh, have that expectation ooh, for everybody. That job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, you know, oh, you know, man, you know, we done broke up. Oh, really? Child, fuck that nigga. Oh, fuck that bitch. You're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Do you care about anything? Right. Oh, my I'm, grandma I'm, in the hospital. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> Like, come I'm on sitting, now. Do you care I'm about hurting. anything? I'm hurt. Oh, my dog died. <gasps> what? Oh, oh my God. I'm so sorry, friend. So, out of everything, you, you care, care about, about the, the damn dog? dog? <laughs> Some people do. do. We ain't judging. We just saying. That's you know, me. You're going to be the old lady with the cat. I love dogs. Get off my grass. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Clicks, likes, and comments. What's got social media up in a tizzy? We spreading what? Awareness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nola, darling. They should be canceled. She's got to have it. 
They canceled, right? It's canceled. Okay. So. Now, you know. Well, okay. The second season wasn't as good as the first. The second season was nowhere close to being as good as the first. Now, this is the thing. Because was it, okay, was it the story? Was it the lack of sex? Because, you know, in the first season, they got it in just about every episode. Um, It was. It was sex involved, but it um, was it wasn't as much. I think but I don't think that had anything to this second for me. Season, I don't think it had anything to do with this it. second th- season. Focus on teaching being woke. us. Yes, it was. It was all about us. being woke. It was all about being woke. Yeah, and where I I, I get I think the first season, you know, Spike kind of used that to to introduce us to the characters and kind of get the conversation going, and then season two he just jumped right in. But I'm like. But there's it is still like there were still some unanswered things like why was Nola so against making money off of her art and why, you know, like we had questions from season one that we still didn't get answered. Right. You know, like what was her previous pain about why she buried why she buried the teddy bear, remember? Oh yeah. And, like we never even talked about that or why her dad was so against her mom going back to working on stage you know like yeah I think what do you do too. sir other than it seems like you know you're kind of crazy i think Spike got, got too personal because of the issues that we're facing today in america he just felt like he had to tell that story that we really didn't need because we see the shit every day on the news i mean it's you know yeah I'm, but to mm. me like one of the things uh, and i said this about the second season i didn't like though that they didn't really let her and um what's the girl that she was with um, not April, Opal. Opal. They didn't let their relationship develop enough to me, but so when they broke up, it didn't really affect me. I wanted, but them, I was. I thought it was too soon, though. I think that they should have let us get attached to them together, being together. But the thing is, I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. because remember, in season one, she said that she she loved Opal because Opal was who she wanted to be. Right. So basically, she was in love with a mother figure. Right. So it was bound it was bound to fail. And the fact that Opal is very structured, Opal had a daughter, so her perspective on life was very different. Mm-hmm. Granted, sex with, do- with, do- with Nola was amazing, but I'm raising a child and she needs to understand responsibility and discipline. Mm-hmm. And you undermining me when I'm not present is not helping. I'm not raising two children. I'm raising a child. So either you're going to fuck me and stay in your lane, or we can't do this. But my, I guess because my, remember she was like, right. oh, but she has two moms. No, she does. She has a mom and a dad. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So, and I don't have a problem with them not being together. I think it just ended too soon for me. It ended in the third episode. I felt like if you were gonna get her, get Nola with someone, let's see this develop and play out. And then, like by the end of the season, you know. T- you know, they're working it out, but break, you know, everything just starts falling apart. Yeah. And, and like then I, you would have got that attachment to say, damn, I was really rooting for them. Because I couldn't say, I can't say that I was rooting for them. No. There was actually no one I was rooting for her to be with because Jamie was going through with his wife, moving on to this other man, which is always so funny that, mm-hmm. okay, you cheated on your wife. You cheated on your wife. Right. Now you mad because she's moved on to somebody else. Right. Or that she was cheating at the same time you were cheating. Or yeah. right after she found out that you were cheating. Like, come on, dude. Then you had a dude beat up. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then Greer, 
found a new chick that all of a sudden now he wanted to settle down. So I kind of feel like she was like, oh, okay. And then Mars, his character just aggravates me. And then he started he sleeping was so with Chloe. What's uh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe? I can't remember what her what her whole name is, but Chloe. Right. Um, which, which is, they dated before, which is kind of messy, because they dated before, and then him and Noah no started love. fucking around. So that was kind of like that's what they go back to. The so that was, so that was underlying friction right. between her and Chloe. Right. Um, and then the girl who, who had um, the butt injections and stuff like that. You know. I, I kind of en- I kind of enjoy her storyline because it kind of showed you know the emotions that she's going through. But when it came down to the end of the season, I was completely blown away. Like what? So remember when she did the painting, the last painting, the last painting. I'm like, why is everybody so upset about it? I mean, I get it, but it it's not that deep for y'all to be that upset. Art is about her inter. It's about self expression, and that's right. How she's- that was her experience. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so like, oh, my God, it's disrespectful. Oh, it's weird. I'm like, I'm like, well, damn, but what's behind the curtain? Then when I see what's behind the curtain, I'm like, that's what y'all upset about? <laughs> and then remember, her and Opal weren't even talking, but Opal ended up at the at the, the gallery. And I'm like, at the, I'm like. Which I understood, yeah, Opal, because, I mean. But they didn't Even show, though they weren't together. But, but, but it's like it wasn't any friction there. With The mm-hmm. last time it was friction because I mean, when she showed up, to drop the daughter off, she was like, "You should have called me." Da, 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 da. Right. Da, so it's like, so y'all went from still being on bad terms to now she's there. It, it to me, it was a hole. It mm. was kind of a hole for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spike, you did. You did this. Yeah, you were responsible for this. But Spike and I got his Oscar, so he like, okay, let shit out my ass on the shitty day. Is how he felt. So speaking of being canceled, uh, Nicki Minaj Megatron <laughs> challenge has been canceled. The song has been canceled. <laughs> like they tried, but it's like, eh. We meh. tried. I mean, she. I mean, she. She knew the song was going. You know, she made this big old hype about the song in the video, and it debuted at like number twenty. And then this week, it's not even on the charts no more. And it's after three weeks. That's like. So when she when it debuted at number twenty, people were like, "Oh, it's gonna fall off the next week," and it fell to like number ninety two, <laughs> which was like the biggest drop in Billboard history. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was like, "I want to have this Megatron challenge where I'm gonna give away five thousand dollars to the best, or I'm like sign an artist or whatever." Which I guess she was thinking, you know, in the true Nicki Minaj fashion, this will boost the song. This will make people go stream the song. This will make people go buy the song. Except for your true fan. Patois. Uh-uh. So for your true fans, and I mean the song isn't horrible, but it's, it's not, not horrible. But, but it's I mean, not. It's not. It's one, not a comeback single. Not only that, it's not a song that you can get a challenge behind. Mm-hmm. Like to me, these days, like I guess she was expecting at least the same amount of hype as a So Gone challenge. That, well, even the City Girls Act Up challenge that blew. That's what blew that song act up because I thought that was the Rush song on that damn album. And when they did that challenge, yeah. the song blew up. Was mm-hmm. that that's not the song that they was twerking to, is it? No, no that was um, yeah, the twerk song was the song yeah. I was twerking to, yeah. But yeah, I and I don't even I didn't even follow the act up challenge. Yeah, that's what blew that song up because everyone was doing that challenge. It was like creating verses and everything to it in the song. Yeah, I don't think it, I, yeah, I don't think it was one of those <laughs> songs that she could have done it to. Actually, she could have did it to Barbie Tings. That would have been a better challenge because of the beat was better to me. Yeah. Um 
not even Sean Lee, but Barbie Teens. And it's another song off that same album that was really, really good. I can't think of it right now, but it'll come to me later. Yeah, but I think challenge, I mean, when you do a challenge, it has to be an amazing song. I mean, Beyonce's new challenge, and she didn't even create this, but Brown, the Brown Skin Girl Challenge. Yeah, but it's Beyonce. Oh. Speaking of this Brown Skin Girl Challenge, though. Be Brown Skin. <laughs> this <laughs> argument... I just want the light know. skins versus the brown skins and dark skins on Twitter has been going crazy. Just dumb. They did not make this song for y'all light skin bitches to be um first making off, a challenge. First off, <laughs> brown skin is an expression. Like homegirl. Well, I guess sus. people felt like they're saying, well, Beyonce gave y'all examples in the song. Naomi Campbell, Lupita, and Kelly Rowland. And it's like, okay, she gave y'all examples, so y'all should know that this. But I just don't, I feel like it's just stupid to argue about <laughs> at this point. It is. Oh, Odell Beckham. Well, Odell said, bring on the questions. And, and GQ, they did. So Odell Beckham uh, addressed the gay rumors. He said there was, um, and the excerpt from the article says, there was a period of time when a lot of gossip sites, specifically black gossip sites, would constantly say that you were closeted. They call you excited. Um, they called you excited in a hot to photo with your teammates or simply just say you're gay. How'd that make you feel? And Odell's response was, I've never had an opportunity to talk about this. Honestly, wasn't offended. I've never once had no problem with anyone who has their own opinion, um, or I'm sorry, their own personal life that they live. I have friends who are gay. It was almost more funny to me. I almost mess with them even more. It's like when someone gives me an ultimatum, I'm usually always going to go the opposite way of what you want me to go. So when they would say that, I would almost mess with them even more. I have no problem with anyone's sexual orientation. So basically, in my... Interpretation. Lack of interpretation, and I'm gonna put it where you can get it is Odell Beckham flat out said, I ain't saying I'm not, but I ain't saying that I am because, in the event that I am and I got and I got skeletons in my closet, ain't nobody gonna expose me. But at the same time, I'm not going to dismiss, acknowledge the fact that you know, or diss someone because you know, I have friends and stuff like that. So it was basically like, you know, it ain't none of y'all business, but hey. Just so y'all know, I may act like it just because y'all say I am, so I can get a pass. And, no uh, yeah, because I was yeah, because <laughs> I was confused by his response when I first read it. But now that you broke it down, I I, I get it because I was just like, yeah, because think about it, he's covering like, himself to make sure that so if he is, nobody's going to pull up receipts to show oh you ain't you know what I mean because, because, because that that would happen the moment you say you're not. They're going to be somebody to say, yes, you are. Because the same question was just asked last week of Dwight Howard. And remember, Dwight Howard, the guy came out and said he messed with Dwight Howard. Mm -hmm. So they asked Dwight Howard last week, finally asked him the same question. Mm -hmm. How did you feel mm -hmm. when these gay rumors came out? And he, Dwight Howard said, I was hurt. Mm -hmm. He said, I was literally just hurt mm -hmm. because, you know, that wasn't me. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. So when you say it's not true, somebody's going to their their whole objective is to prove that you lied, mm -hmm. and the fact that you said no and they can prove that you lied—that's a payday for them, right? In some capacity, whether it's fame, a check, a story, a book, 
that is some type of notoriety for them if they can prove that you lied. Right. So in Odeckham, in Odell's uh, fashion, he said, I ain't saying I ain't, but I ain't saying I am either. Mm, yeah. I think, and, he gonna, and people still going to love him either way, so. And he's going to continue to have a good time. I just like Odell because he just has a good time. He doesn't. He look like he is a good time. Yeah, he looks like he is a good time. Yeah, yeah, like he, you know, he just, whatever. Yeah, I started you know, watching they, his Facebook. Yeah, they're going to talk about me one way or the other, so hey. Yeah, I started watching his, like, Facebook reality show yesterday. He had a Facebook reality show? Yeah, like 10-minute episodes where they follow him around before. No, nope, not interested. Everything. Yeah, it was kind of boring. Not <laughs> it was really boring. Interesting. Speaking of not interested, Keisha Cole uh, announces BT. I am so special. not interested. Unless Frankie coming back. Honey. Uh, not interested. Unless Frankie I don't and even want to see Frankie, Frankie and Neffy coming back. I don't even want to see Frankie <laughs> and Neffy. We get enough of Neffy on Eon to fix my life. Well, yeah. So, so I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Young but what I am interested in <laughs> is Young Dro attacks his girlfriend with banana pudding and get arrested for assault. I just want to be in the courtroom when that goes to court. <laughs> Did you throw banana pudding? Yeah, because that bitch threw um Did you throw that bitch threw some collard greens at me? At <laughs> this person. Y'all have yes. y'all having food fight? Why did you do that? Because she threw a hot dog at me. <laughs> what? Bitch, if I was the judge, I'm like, dismiss. Get out of my damn courtroom. Are we really here for this? Yeah. <laughs> pudding pot. <laughs> pudding pot. I would die. I just, I, I just if can't. I saw somebody, if you're in a restaurant and you see somebody for a couple fighting, first off, I see a rest- <laughs> let me tell you something. First off, I see a couple fighting in a restaurant the way that my 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 own damn business is set up. <laughs> if they throwing food, I'm going to get up and exit stage left. If they fight on the other side of the, uh, uh, of the restaurant and there's no way in any shape, form, fashion going to get to me, I'm going to finish eating and then I'm going to exit stage left. But I'm not getting in nobody's altercation because I don't know what led up to it. I don't know how long it's going to last. And I don't know what's coming next. Yeah, they said that they were arguing over money. And the food just started flying. Mm-mm. They said both both of them started launching food at Tori. <laughs> but Young Joe went to jail. But Young Joe is the one money? who got arrested. Because he's the one with the money? That shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is, though. <laughs> Get, don't throw nothing else. Ooh, Mel B says Jesse J is overrated. So <laughs> I feel that Jesse J is extremely underrated. That is a singing fool. And she's tiny. Like she's little. And when she opened her mouth, the amount of voice that comes out of her body is unreal to me. Uh, I was recently on YouTube just searching, mm-hmm. um, just random stuff. You know, you get lost on YouTube sometimes. Yeah. And I ran across her performances because she was on The Singer 2018 in China. It's like a singing competition for singers. Mm, yeah. Well, she 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 was a contestant, and she won. She's the first non-Asian winner mm-hmm. since the show's inception. And just to watch her her performance and her stage presence and her vocal ability i was like oh my god she is so underrated she sung go on youtube guys she sung my heart will go on and she gave that song so much soul wow she is because you know that song anybody can sing right celine canadian bacon dion (laughs) 
murders that song. And Jesse J was able to come behind her and sing her own rendition of it and, in the words of uh, uh, Medulla, and slay. Mm. And slay. She did that. She also did Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. Turned it out. Like, she is so underrated. And for Mel B, a judge from, what is it, X Factor? X-Factor. Or thank you, uh, the Mary Scott Town or whatever it is. One of them. Uh, ma'am, you ain't no singer like that to stand on stage by your damn self. You better stand up there with all them other spices. And, uh, Cayenne pepper. I think, uh, she, but you know what? I think she went for the person who is underrated. Because when they asked her about Ariana Grande, she was like, no. Um, which I don't think Ariana Grande is um, overrated. But compared to Jessie J, um, you know. So I, how could you say Jessie J is overrated, but you can't say Ariana Grande. And I don't think Ariana Grande is over. I don't think so either. I think Ariana Grande Ariana Grande got where she is for a different reason. She looks first about Disney. Oh, Nickelodeon. Down. Nickelodeon. Who's yeah, because I love Sam and Cat. That's my favorite. Yep. One of my favorite Sam shows. Yeah, Sam and Cat. That's what I started watching. That's how I knew her from because I used to watch Sam and Cat with That's my amazing. niece and nephew. Well, again, <laughs> so because because of shows and networks and um and machines like that behind them, behind her mm-hmm. is why she is where she is. Not to mention the fact that she's compared to an incomparable voice in music history. Right. Let's be clear. Mm-hmm. She was compared and referenced a lot to. Mariah Carey in her prime. And the thing is, is that everyone always is looking for that next. The next Mariah, the, the next, next Whitney, Whitney, the, the next, next Aretha, the next Janet, the next all Janet. those. They're looking so they're for those. Looking for that. So mm-hmm. when she was able to fit that mold vocally, mm-hmm. she automatically got a pass. Right. You know, but there are a lot of talented people out here to me who can out sing a lot of people who, in my opinion, are overrated mm-hmm. or who are just, you know, get notoriety because of who and what their vocal ability is. But there are some underrated people who can sing circles around them. Mm. Yeah. Circles. But that goes to show that it's not just about your vocal ability. It's about you having the it factor as well. The it factor because yeah. there are plenty of people who can sing circles around Rihanna, but Rihanna is fucking Rihanna. Right. Hands down. There are plenty of people who can sing circles around share, but share is share. Yeah. I got into an argument with some people this weekend, not an argument, but a disagreement and a conversation, whatever, debate about Madonna. Madonna in her heyday was revolutionary. Madonna today is a white bitch with a gap. Who can't sing? Who got an ass at 65? Right. But Madonna's legend. Oh she God. is. I'm I, not taking who? that from her. But because Madonna was who she was at the time is why she is who she is today. The, the bitch to roll around on stage in a wedding dress when you know back then back the sanctity of marriage. Right. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so she is who she is today because mm-hmm. of what she was then. Now, because she was, there are a lot of people today who is. Right. Because to me, Madonna then is the Rihanna today. Mm-hmm. She is. The Cher then and the Patti LaBelle then is Lady Gaga today. Mm. You know, I compare Lady Gaga to Grace Jones. Okay, so if all of them had a baby and <laughs> in a polyamorous relationship, Lady Gaga would be the baby. Yeah. But you know, 
Grace Jones can give birth to a um, perfume bottle. So, you know. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's another movie that could be remade. Ooh, that's another movie that could be remade. And I do not want Kevin Hart in it. No parts. I don't want Kevin Hart in Boomerang. Coming to America, Boomerang. Well, uh, they remade a series of it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't want to see no. him in nothing. Or Tiffany Haddish. Damn it. Mm, well, mm. Uh, 50 Cent versus Ja Rule. Oh round God, again. What is this round? 986,206. Yeah, pretty much. And guess what? 50 Cent is still winning. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so basically Ja Rule and Irv Gotti were at a club last week and couldn't get in. They got into a fight with the people at the door to bounce or whatever, arguing everything. So, of course, 50 Cent in true 50 Cent fashion comes back and say, you know, Y'all can't even get to a club or whatever, <laughs> which is typical 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Ja Rule comes back. <sighs> you a rat. You snitch. He go to police report, blah, blah, blah. Same thing Ja Rule has been saying since 2003, whatever. You know, and it's just, dude, y'all going to be beefing until y'all in wheelchairs and in somebody nursing home. They're going to be like grumpy old men. They just, are grumpy old men. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be clear. They are grumpy old men. Just still going back and forth. Well, one just got a lot more money than the other. I just don't understand why. But I guess when you're 50 cent, you don't really have to. I mean, think about it. You don't have to. At at this point, 50 cent is like, well, bitch, I ain't got shit else to do but time. Because guess what? Mm -hmm. I get paid when I'm asleep. Right. So I can afford to just sit here on Twitter, on Instagram, or on social media of any platform and just spew shit that that I've got time to say because I got time to say it. Right. So, and it's gonna go viral. So then, whatever else I got going on, as soon as I say something, it's gonna go viral. So I'm just building up some notoriety so that when I do need to drop something for a business venture, it's gonna get the attention. But his thing is, I don't have to make amends with anybody. He don't, cause she don't. Everybody owe him money, right? <laughs> and when you've been shot nine times, you know it's just his ass need to be I'm in cats. Fucking invincible. <laughs> <laughs> His ass need to be in cats. Nah. Touch me. It's so easy to Could love Could you imagine uh, 50 Cent in a fucking cat outfit in that movie? Uh, we <laughs> see Jason Derulo <laughs> and Magneto. I can imagine Jason Derulo, but 50 Cent. We see that, uh, Jason Derulo, Magneto, Jennifer Hudson, Taylor Swift, and uh, what's the lady from um, uh, 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 GoldenEye? Q, the mm. lady. She in it. Mm. <laughs> All right, y'all, Mama Patty. Patty has a new soul food line that's coming to Walmart. That's y'all gonna get some frozen collard greens, some frozen mm. chitterlings, okay. some fo- frozen <laughs> dressing, some frozen macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Somebody, y'all Thanksgiving dinner's gonna be hooked up this year. Hooked up, <laughs> store bought, <laughs> store bought. They. And they're gonna be just like they did with them patty pies, and just put it on the on on the table and say eat. They're gonna put it in the oven and warm it up. That's what I did for my family. I had um. That's awesome. They said everybody got to bring a dish. Okay, I'm bringing sweet potato pie. I'm gonna put that thing in a dish. That's awful. Here goes sweet potato pie, everybody. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. And Thank you, Patty. What? Thank Just you. Just in time for the holidays that's Just coming. Just in time. Just in time for the holidays coming. So you know. So I might cook so I might cook Thanksgiving dinner this year, y'all. So so, so you know James <laughs> Wright is getting ready to do a whole bunch of reviews. <laughs> oh yeah. Because you know Ooh, that's, yeah. he got paid the last time, so why not? I'm I'm making I'm making Thanksgiving dinner this year, everybody. 
Come on over. He ain't making the patty. <laughs> he just providing the dwelling that'll be served. He just providing the dwelling. Ooh. All right. Making the band. Speaking of remakes, making the band. Diddy has confirmed he is bringing back making the band. They ain't going to stay together. In the words of Aubrey O'Day, he doesn't finish what he started. So oh. what's the purpose of bringing it back? So, he, <laughs> so I'm going to say this. Diddy finishes what he started. It just don't last. Diddy did what he needed to do. He gave y'all an opportunity. He he put together a badass woman girl group. He did, and they were actually really good. And they I thought were they're se- they, really, and, but the thing is, really I think good. their second album would have taken them to new heights if they wouldn't have did it. And Don wouldn't have put the undercover shit that they pulled. They mm-hmm. would have been the next Destiny's Child. Yes, because damage. Was a top ten hit that that first top ten hit. That on. song stands the test of time. Right. That song bumps today. But then, that song, it, yeah, and they I, could have been, uh, th- yeah, they they could have been that group. And it's funny because the group that Danity Kane could have been, June's Diary should be, but they just not. I don't think they have the music. That's the only thing I can think of. They don't have the music. They don't. They have don't the have the, the management. They don't, well, they got Frank. Frank been in the business long enough. He know what he doing. He's a choreographer. Shit. Again. <laughs> so, I mean, but again, so I think they, they definitely have the talent. They definitely have the vocal ability because to me, they are the new in Vogue. But they had, followed the in Vogue blueprint. Right. But you have Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony came in and, and broke. And up. broke up. Like <laughs> after, and broke up. Camila so. Cabello is having a good, successful solo career. And Normani is black girl magic yeah she is but she's struggling to find her hit again yeah gotta have it (laughs) but she i think she has you know what no i love normani Mm -hmm. but i think she's compared too much to beyonce yeah she's compared too much she hasn't found her own identity and that's the issue well the thing but that's the thing Mm -hmm. it's not a it's very difficult for them it's difficult from from my perspective it's difficult to break into an industry where there's already a mold and a blueprint for you to even be considered serious. But this because is what you're either put in a Beyonce mold, you're either it's Beyonce, Rihanna, Taylor Swift, um, a Bruno Mars, a um, like there's certain things that they put you in. Nobody really says, okay, she's going to be the next Pink. They don't think that. Mm -hmm. Pink has her own lane. She's worked hard to develop it. She good. But any pop singer who has some curves, who has some dance ability, and who's something to look at, is going to be positioned to follow the Beyonce uh, uh, Mm -hmm. blueprint. Or if they don't have the best vocal ability, but they can do this and they can do this. Okay, we're going to put them up through the Rihanna or, you know, cause, or the Ariana Grande is following the Mariah Carey blueprint. Mm-hmm. She can't dance, but she can sing her ass off. Right. So let's give her some routines. Let's just make her look really good. But I think the thing is with, with Normani, what I expect for her, she's – Given these great, amazing performances, like you know, she's a Beyonce or somewhere, someone, but 
get your music out there first. Make great music. Give us a great song, and then follow it up with a great performance of that song. Because prime example, Kiki mm-hmm. Wai is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Kiki Wai can sing her ass off. Mm-hmm. Her music ain't where it's at. I don't know who's writing for her. I don't know who does her music. But Kiki is an underrated artist. Well, she doesn't have the level of success I feel she deserves or that it's warranted because she has the vocal ability. She has the skill. Mm-hmm. She don't have the, she don't have the content. Yeah. And, but even with Beyonce at this point, and you know, I'll say this, Beyonce hasn't had a great one formation was. She hasn't had a really amazing song since Single Ladies that really just, just like turned that. the world upside yeah. down. That's true. But Beyonce's at that point to where no. I could sell a song. Was it? No, she had, she had Rule of Wor- Girls. But see, world. that song flopped. But the thing was, save that song, perform it. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. Beyonce knows how to save a song with performance. Oh, yeah. I did not like it. Spirit. But that video Video's makes me ever, love that song. Video is Beyonce knows how to save a song now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I think Normani is trying to do, but you need you can't do that right now. Mm-hmm. You got to get your name out there with an amazing song first. Yeah. Uh, speaking of doing it right now, Diddy is dating Lori Harvey. Well, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. So, because I remember she was engaged to an athlete. She was dating Trey Songs at one point. Okay. And I think before that, mm-hmm. she was engaged or dating an athlete or whatever. Mm-hmm. First off, Lori Harvey is a beautiful girl. Hence why Meek Mill says she's on his wish list. She looks like an ambiguous Barbie (laughs) doll. She really does. Her eyes, her nose, her lips, her hair. She looks like a Barbie doll. And she's young. She's really young, isn't she? She and I think their age gap is even greater than Diddy and Cassie's age gap. Right, because Cassie's in her 30s. I don't think Lori is in her 30s. Lori is not in her 30s. Right. I think she may be 24, 25. Right. Uh, so so you, Diddy is technically old enough to be her dad. So if they're dating, do you think that... that I don't really think this would last. Well, I, think Diddy, I think Diddy's soulmate is gone with Kim Porter. I think that that was. I, I really think that was his soulmate, right there. It was. It that was. was his I mean, soulmate. think about it. She knew him, and he knew her like nothing mm-hmm. else. Anybody else he dates at this point, I think, is just to date. Like even with Cassie, I think it was just something to someone to date, and just you know, Cassie probably was just like, "This, this motherfucker ain't gonna never marry me." I got a ring though. <laughs> <laughs> if you like it, then it should have put a ring. Yeah, and, you know, and, 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 and she's living her best life now with her pregnancy. Ain't she pregnant again? Pregnant? Yeah, again? No, I'm sorry. I'm pregnant. Oh, I, was gonna <laughs> say, I think she's wait. pregnant from that guy or engaged one something. Oh, okay. One of them, but yeah. So you sure that's Cassie, not not Karuchi? No, Cassie. Oh, okay. Because Cassie has the white guy. She's dating the white. Oh, guy. that's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Karuchi got um, um Victor Cruz. Yes. I don't know if he still plays football, but um, Eddie Murphy. And, you know, I didn't think that Eddie Murphy hadn't made a movie in a while until as this news came out that he is apparently in talks with a net, for a Netflix comedy special worth $70 million. $70 million. Um, 
Which Monique is gonna cuss the fuck out of all of y'all. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Because let's be clear. Let's be clear. You know, Monique. Eddie Murphy is a legend and an icon. Monique says she is a legend and an icon too. She's the most decorated comedian. Yes, she is. Uh, decorated comedian. Yes, she is. However, Eddie Murphy is a icon in comedy as well as on screen. Raw, to me, is still one of the greatest stand-up comedy specials ever. Yes. Um, I actually believe Eddie Murphy still has it. Oh, yeah, he still has it. For stand-up. Eddie Murphy still has it for stand-up, for acting, and I Mm -hmm. really think he's probably really engaged in things behind the screen, Mm -hmm. behind the scenes and stuff. Um, Because just because we don't see him on screen and on stage doesn't necessarily mean that he's not having his hand in something. Yeah. But I would definitely, I could definitely, um, I would, I definitely think it's going to get the numbers. They are going to make the money from. Oh yeah. His comedy special because people, like I said, when was the last time we've seen Eddie Murphy do something? And people, I think still have a a vested interest in him. Eddie Murphy is one of the few comedians who could play 10 different characters in a movie and all of them be funny. Now they all weren't funny now. (laughs) You don't think so? They all weren't funny. funny. I don't, I, don't no, think Rasp- I don't care what nobody say. Rasputia, Norbit was my one of my favorite movies. I, <laughs> that shit was funny. I hated <laughs> to me that movie, that movie was funny as hell. I hated that movie. <laughs> hated that. Movie. The acting was horrible, but it was just so fucking funny. I just oh, yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> was so funny? I know somebody who looked like Rasputia. They call her Rasputia behind her back. And they're actually speaking of remakes. They're thinking about remaking Coming to America. Again, <laughs> I do not want to see Kevin Hart reprise any role from Coming to America. Nothing. I wonder how they would do that, though. Would they focus more on the, the African? I mean, I would think that it's, okay, Eddie and Lisa have, having to get, because Lisa's still ticking and still look the same. Oh, yeah. Everybody's still alive. Well. John Amos still here. And um, Arsenio, Arsenio Hill. He just commented on Beyonce's Lion King album, too. <laughs> That's what I thought about, but yeah. So, yeah, coming to up. But I think if they do it, I don't know how yeah. they do it. Is it going to be Coming to America 2, or is it going to be just a remake? Coming back to America. Let's do that. Back. We came the first time. Let's come back. Yeah. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy had a convincing African accent in that movie. Nah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to co-sign with you on that. I mean, it, it, it was funny. But I'm really happy to be here. Happy to be here, America. <laughs> like what? Queen to be loved, to be loved. Oh, oh yeah, that, see, that was another movie where he played loved. where he played multiple characters. Sexual chocolate. Arsenio <laughs> played multiple characters yeah, too. too. Both of them. <laughs> Yes, they actually. You know what? They could remake Coming to America with them. There's a God they could remake it with both somewhere. of them. Somewhere they don't even need nobody new. They could, I think they could actually still pull it off. They they, they really really good. They really yeah. good. What's this velvet? <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, fuck you, fuck you. Hey, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> True story. Because I remember just when that movie came out and we were watching it, and my cousin she was probably like two years old. And you know the part where he said, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. She repeated she, it. She said, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. It was like, 
<laughs> Badass little girl. Badass little girl. Badass little girl. Now, you know you need an ass whooping. Ooh. What's love got to do with it? I've been on but... So it's time for answering for a friend. So what's up, no shit? This is John from the ATL. I really, really love you guys. Your show is funny. Um, I wish I could be on it one day. But in the meantime, this is my shot to be on, on the show. So I got I got to answer for a friend. So I have a situation where I haven't talked to my best friend for over 10 years. I'm beginning to feel the itch that I want to reach out to them to see if we could rekindle our friendship. It's been a while, so what should I do? How should I do it? And how do I prepare myself for them possibly not being welcoming for me to rekindle our relationship? Well, first of all, that ain't their best friend if they ain't talked to them in 10 years. No more. Well, they used to be. Okay, I'm like, that ain't your best friend no more. (laughs) You ain't talked to them in 10 years. But um, I think you definitely should reach out. If you feel the need, um, 10 years is a long time for a person to change what we just talked about. Because you go through so many things. You go through so and many what things. what you were mad about back then or whatever the whatever was the reason why y'all fell out then may not even be that important now. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with reaching out. You know, if they're, if they're not receptive to it, mm-hmm. at least you can say, you know, I tried. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can say, I tried. Mm-hmm. But they could be thinking the same thing and i think a lot of times you know we as individuals we we go through we're stubborn and pride. you know yeah pride mm-hmm. is like they ain't reach out to me so i ain't gonna reach out to them somebody has to be the adult in the situation and say you know what let me just check on this person maybe amateur friend yeah huh. let's go to starbucks and get some coffee or something you know yeah mm-hmm. um well i can i can i can speak to this from experience mm-hmm. so i um I've kind of I lost touch with a friend or whatever, and I begin to kind of test the waters ever so often. You know, when they run across my mind, I send them a text mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you know, how you doing? You was on my mind, just checking on you, or whatever." And I gauge their response. So if it's just a one word response or something like that, okay, yeah, you know, let's not force it. You know, if it's cool or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's one of those things that sometimes time really is the thing that heals all wounds. Right. Um, I think the 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 biggest thing that people have difficulty accepting and understanding is is that just because you feel like enough time has passed and no one that a person should be over something like we talked about before mm-hmm. may not be the case right. just because you may have been able to forgive and want to move forward in five years it may take them 10 or 12 and what you'll realize is that once they're willing and you're willing then you'll get the, the result that you're looking for so the only thing that I can say that you can do to prepare yourself is to be prepared that they may not be ready. And don't take it personal if they're not. Right. You know, but I know from experience, you get into a place where you're like, well, I'm not going to beg nobody to be my motherfucking friend. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's not about begging. It's just about, you know, there's something about that relationship or that connection that you miss. Mm-hmm. And if it's truly a true, true friendship, It'll come back around. Right. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't, you know, it's one of those things that sometimes in life there are situations or or consequences that we just can't recover from. Right. Um, if nothing else, you may be able to be friends again. So it may improve on where you are, but you probably won't be ever be back to what you used to be. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just keep that in mind when you're trying to 
figure out how to handle what the potential outcome could be. Yeah. And that's a, it's so crazy because, like, um, we are currently in a series at church about forgiveness mm. um, this month. And, um, like, one of the things they said, forgiveness isn't always for you right. or for the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, or sometimes forgiveness is just, it's, it's for that other person or it's just something to where, you know, you just need to make peace with yourself. Right. You know, and... Just because, you know, that person, if, if you if you were the friend who did it and that person may forgive you, what you also have to realize is just because they forgive you doesn't mean that they have to accept you back in their life. Absolutely. They don't have to accept you back in their life, but, you know, they may for still forgive you. Mm-hmm. And th- to me, at the end of the day, that's what it's about. You know, you just, we we got it, it's out, air is cleared, and you, can, you might move on or you might rekindle the friendship you mm-hmm. know it, 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 either way but you do it because you you know forgiveness is definitely one of the things that is definitely important in life for yourself and for the other person sometimes so i say go ahead and reach out reach out and touch somebody's hand yeah just their hand don't touch any other thing Unless you're trying to be like vulnerable, grab my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to jail. Okay. Mm-hmm. What right. would you do? All right. What would you do if you woke up as the opposite sex? <laughs> <laughs> she take my money. <laughs> well, I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling girl indeed. <laughs> oh, she's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. People have said many, many times, many, many times that pussy rules the world. And I, at that moment, will try and find out. <laughs> That's what I said. I would. Because, I mean... You know, it's just it's 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 just it's just a little different. I mean, the thing about it is is that there's and I guess as a guy, my perception of the struggle or the advantages or um disadvantages of women is skewed. I'm sure of it. But it would appear that they're not expected to be the provider. They're not expected to be so independent. Because they are meant to be taken care of. Right. They're meant to manage the household. That is the uh, the ideal setup. Um, and I want to not have to work so damn hard for once. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just true what it is. I would just not want to have to work so hard. I'm, dating, I'm, finding, me, I'm be, finding me an NBA player, NFL player. You know what I mean? Now... If it was my choice and I woke up as a different as 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 a, a different gender, whatever that, I would like to at least pray that I'm still attractive. Okay, because you know time. now I want to wake up as no ugly girl. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you know, hell, it's, it's it's hard enough being a nice, attractive man. I don't wake up as no, no ugly, ugly woman. Well, you know, you, you know, know with no edges and bunion and wide feet, trying to wear sandals that's meant for people with oh, slender uh-uh. feet. Yeah. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, then I'm just like, child, I gotta go get some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> First thing, I need to go to the doctor. If I'm ugly, uh huh. What can you do with this? Make me old. <laughs> what, what can you do with Make this? Make me nice. 
I need it all. When I'm done. And I'm going to somebody. I need I somebody to teach right. me to walk in these hills. Yeah, because there's, <laughs> there's nothing worse than a woman who walks in flats, and there's nothing wrong with her. Flat. If I walk, I'm, I'm walking in heels every single day. Should every single day. Should <laughs> should. <laughs> well, that's all we got for y'all. You know, me and Lance, we gave it our all. Yes, uh, we so did. you can follow us on IG at No Sherlock Pod, Facebook at, at Shit Sherlock. SoundCloud at No Sherlock Pod, and feel free to email us if you have any questions. Uh, if you want to uh, submit topics or you have answering for a friend, to No Shit Sherlock Pod at gmail.com. And with that, we are out. Woo! Have a good one.